From the simplest to the most complex electrical application. From Sheridan Media News, it's time for Open Line Friday. Your chance to join the conversation and talk about what you want to talk about. Call the Jackson Electric Open Line at 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Your hosts on the Jackson Electric Open Lines, Steve Sisson and Floyd Whitey. And now that the intro is officially played, <laughs> we can actually start this. We went through this whole problem to get Madison a special set of headphones, and now she's not going to use them because now they don't work. They don't work. <clears throat> and I want to know why she gets special headphones. I don't get special. I, I get whatever's left on the desk. I am just special. Apparently, yes. It's amazing you made it here today. Uh, it's nice for you to put that hat on. Thank you. I set my alarm for eight thirty. And what time does this show start? Uh, uh, yeah, usually around like 9, 9.05. Yeah. All right, this is uh, Jackson Electric Open Line. You can call if there's something on your mind and talk uh, with us about it. 674-4443, uh, 672-5763. Those are the phone numbers. Uh, the poll question this week, uh, we were going to do a daylight saving thing. We'll probably just do that this We may week. talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is happening. But somewhat related, uh, time. <laughs> we are traveling back in time, yes. right? <laughs> the question is, do you believe that time travel is possible? And this one was uh, pretty overwhelmingly no. 71% say no, 22% say yes, uh, 7% undecided. Those are the time travelers. Uh, <laughs> the, ones, the ones that are undecided? Yeah, they're, they're stuck. I, I don't know what happened. I woke up. It was like a different year. Uh, Madison, where do you uh, fall on this uh, poll question? I mean, it would be really cool if it happened, but I don't think. Yeah, no. Think, really? I don't think no? so. I'm totally down for it. Totally yes? Yeah. I'm on the nose, but I think it's kind of like the ghost question. It depends on how you define time travel. Mm -hmm. Totally. So uh, since we're both nose, Aaron, elaborate on uh, on what you think uh, is uh, going on or can uh, go on. There's so many weird things. So time is relative, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you could have a week where you're like, oh my gosh, it's dragging on. And mine can fly by. Right. So it's all in perception that way. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of weird documentaries out there and TV shows. So the man from 3036. Yeah. Right. Okay. I, I made it halfway through that. And yeah. I was, and I was out. You can, you can tube it. You can Amazon Prime it, whatever. But this guy shows up. Mm -hmm. Right. And he's completely bald. No hair, no eyebrows, eyelashes, anything. And he claims he's from 3036. He gets picked up in a market for stealing bananas and water. Right. But he claims that in his time, that's free. Produce and water is free. Everybody that's, gets rights to at least that. I should have thought of that excuse. I thought it was free. I'm from the future. I mean, what are you going to do? What do you mean this Christmas tree from Stuff Mart isn't free? In my yeah. time, it's free. It's free. This phone isn't free. So he shows up. He gets arrested. He's got no identification. They can't find him in the system. They run all these tests on him. They don't know who he is. Mm -hmm. so they turn him out. These guys find him, do a documentary on him. And the weirdest part of it is he makes all these claims. I got this chip in my hand where I'm from, 5G, which yeah. is rolling out now, yeah. is like the end of the world. It's it's caused...
cancer, radiation, blah. And he spends the whole time wearing a mask. and yeah. All the time wearing a mask. People in the future always wear masks. I'm not going to do well in the future. <laughs> so he, he makes all these outrageous claims. I've got heavy metals in my body yeah, and radiation yeah. and blah. And nobody lives past 47 and there's the beneathers, the people that leave, live beneath the ground, on and on. And oddly enough... They take hair samples and run DNA tests, and he has no DNA, traceable DNA. Furthermore, they test his blood, and he has exactly what he said. He had heavy metals in his body, on and on, and then they x-ray his hand, and sure enough, there's a weird chip in his hand. Mm -hmm. It goes on, and the park that they met at the first time, (laughs) they end up Finding a burned body there, minus the left hand. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> and again, right. Dun, dun, dun. Like from Aquaman. Um, it's weird. Yeah. And, you know, that's why I love conspiracy theories. Maybe, maybe it's all made up. Maybe it's not. But right. then he ties in, like, Planet X, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Nibiru. Yeah. And then, like, the Anunnaki and stuff. Like, they come back. They look at the world and they go, ugh, this is messed up. Boom. Wipe it out. 3036 was last year. That's why he came back. And then they start over. Mm-hmm. The great experiment. I don't know. It, it's. Yeah. I love the story of it. I yeah. love the story. I like the idea. I I was out about 10 minutes in. <laughs> I, I, I stayed until about the halfway point just to see what was going to happen. And I had a few issues with it. Uh, first of all, they show all the news articles at the beginning. Right. If you look at those closely... None of them are actual news articles. Right. I mean, they're all either recreations or creations. I mean, there's no, like, legitimate, like, CNN, Fox. There's, right. There's nothing Are those legitimate? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess actual news sites, okay. I guess you could say. I mean, uh, they are all news-looking, but they're all generic. Like, they were made for the movie. Right. There are some grammatical errors in there, like apostrophes and things that most journalists wouldn't. And I've seen that it's a mockumentary. Yeah, and that's where I'm kind of thinking. Uh, when when he first meets the guy and he rolls down the window and he's right. like, turn off your phone and we'll go talk over here. The audio from him, he's mic'd up already. It's exactly right. the same as when they sit down and talk to him. So it wasn't like the audio wasn't what you would normally get if you just had your phone and your camera in the car. Right. Uh, and then the 5G thing. I've worked around RF enough to know that what he's saying about 5G just is not true. And then he's all concerned about the radiation from the guy's phone, right? He has to put him in airplane mode. Right. But then he's fine to get an x-ray. Right. Mm. Uh, that's going to be a lot more radiation than anything come off of his phone. So I had some issues. With it. About halfway through, I was like, okay. I mean, that's... Yeah. I wasn't interested enough to stay through the uh, rest of his, you know... It's just, it, like I said, I love conspiracy theories. They're a fun story. Yeah. And the way that they intertwine and he brings in... Nibiru and the Anunnaki <laughs> and everything. And you're like, wow, that's kind of... He did his research. Oh, yeah. For I, sure. I mean, they, they they did a great job of combining elements of some stuff that we kind of wonder about right now. Right. And think, well, what what if? But um, then you've got a new series that came out on Prime called The Peripheral. Okay. And it's kind of based loosely on virtual reality, except it's a headset that these people put on, and your brain is your... Virtual reality, essentially. And this gal is transported 70 years into the future in London. Hmm. Interesting. Like, maybe that's a possibility, but how did they get it back here? Yeah. And that's the big issue that I have with time travel is, can you go back? 
Or can you only go forward? Yes. Excuse me, I'd like to yeah. go back. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't want to stay. I it, would love to go back because uh, Tuesday I was parked in that parking garage <laughs> uh, on, on Main Street, and I took a turn a little too tight coming out and hit one of the columns and uh, tore up the back fender off my pickup. <laughs> if I could go back, I would drive out a little straighter and just delay that turn by like oh, at one no. second. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. But no, I think... Uh, I said, uh, depending on how you define time travel, I think it is possible because we're all traveling through time right now right. at a rate of one second per second. And we know that that rate is not a constant because gravity bends space time. Uh, GPS clocks run at a different speed because of the difference in gravity. Mm-hmm. And people in the space station uh, age at a very slightly different rate. Right. So we know that you can do that. So it, I guess if you would to just take the, the space station and extrapolate that, make it, you know, make them go faster for longer. They would age much slower. They'd come back, and it would be like you traveled through time because you'd come into the future when you came back to Earth. Right. Um, but I think that's not the same thing as going 100 years into the future. Right, pushing a button yeah. and being somewhere. Yeah, and, and that only takes you forward. It doesn't take you back. And that's the thing. Can you go back? If the technology does not exist now, I mean, do we have the stuff to do it? Maybe. Do we have the understanding to do it? No. Mm. So can you go back? Or can you only go forward? Yeah, I would after say it's been discovered. I would say we've never met anyone from the future. I don't think the man from thirty thirty six is actually from thirty thirty six. Steve. Uh, well, he's, <laughs> they, he, they knock on the door. and He's like, "Hey, how's it going? Right. Do they say that a thousand years from now? Yeah, I mean, yeah. a thousand like, years. Sup? <laughs> a thousand years ago. Let's take a selfie. <laughs> we didn't talk like we do today. Right. A thousand years from now, we won't talk like we do today. That guy sounded like he was just a modern contemporary person. Yeah. Okay. He, he okay. Was just, Upset that he stole bananas and water. <laughs> so here's a question. If you could travel back in time, when would you go back? Like Ooh. if there was something specific, when would it be? I would like to like witness the sinking of the Titanic. Ooh. Wait, be on the Titanic? No. You don't. I, w- I, w- <laughs> I would. I would. No, push. he wants to be on the yeah. iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> Just I want to push the button at the moment it's going down and hop back to this time. <laughs> But I would, I'd like to like uh, the JFK assassinations, mm-hmm. find out what really happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Go there and, and actually observe it, knowing what we know now, and look for the things that, you know, we don't have answers to. Watch mm-hmm. them build the pyramids. Mm-hmm. Mm, that would be cool. Yeah. How about you? Mm, I would go, okay, this sounds really weird, but I would save, like, all of the, um, uh, like, musicians who passed away really young. Mm. Like, I'd... The 27 Club? Yeah, like yeah. get all of them out of the drug scene and mm. be like, you can't do that. Uh-huh. That, yeah. would, that would be my So we'd have travel. like old fat Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. It's well, like, like yeah, Janis Joplin and like, all, like I, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson. And they release all the that. crappy music at the end of their career where they're burning out. Yeah. And they've got nothing left to say, but they're saying yeah. stuff anyway. Yeah. That, I would go back to that. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting one. You? Yeah. I, I, pyramids. Yeah, I think pyramids. that, you know. That's the hot debate, right? How are they built? I think, yeah, that would be a good one. I mean, that'd be kind of cool to see. And for me, it's last Tuesday. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Steve's going to go save his car. It would be cool to see, like, uh, like the, what is it called? This first space launch, too. Mm. That would be cool. The Apollo know. ones? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that there's people cool. alive today that did see that. That'd be cool. But, yeah, that would be neat. I, I would have liked to have seen a space shuttle launch. You know, mm-hmm. it, it brings up the point, though. You know, people are like, I'd go back and stop Hitler. Mm. And you're like, mm. okay, I get that. But but if you could, what does that do? Mm. Right. What, yeah. what happens, you know, oh, I'm going to go save Elvis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save these musicians and mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, I get that. Like, I get that, 
you would want to go back and do those big good things, but then what happens? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like um, Back to the Future, like when he uh, like gets his mom and whatever and his dad to meet, and he like disappears, and all these things yeah. start to change. He endangers his own existence, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. yeah the, the butterfly effect of that yeah. kind of stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's ramifications, and you, you have to kind of argue: uh, Is the world a better place because of what happened in World War II? Um, you know, right. it was a horrible, horrible thing, but uh, are we better off because of what happened there? Did we yeah. learn from yeah. it? Yeah, that's that's the question. And yeah, all the ramifications of, uh, you know, the, you'd get the crappy 18th album from Nirvana that just really sucks. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's better to just let them die. Go, go, no, go out on the go out on top. <laughs> I don't know if it's better that they die. I don't, but, yeah, I don't, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, that they stopped making music when they were. So we remember them at their peak. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. We, have, we have a phone call. Uh, good morning. You are on the Jackson Electric Open Line. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Very well. It's Floyder. Man, how you feeling, man? Uh, pretty pretty under the weather. Yeah. Uh, and my wife's even worse. Yeah, so oh, it's not a good situation. But You wouldn't, you we, wouldn't we miss made it in this uh, conversation. We made it almost though. three years. Yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> held, held, out, bad, right? held out until the last possible moment. I mean, he, he's pulled himself <laughs> out of bed to talk on this because I know this is a, a subject he is a Hot very, topic. Yeah, very interested in. <laughs> very much so. Yeah. Um, so... I believe time travel is possible. We just don't have the technology to accomplish it. Seems that time is relative and also bends with gravitational pull, which is fascinating in itself. Um, We could do it, but we just don't have the tech to support that. The density and the distance... Uh, the density of the materials and the distance that would be needed is the part that is the impossibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read a paper once that talked about the density of the materials to cause the gravitational pull uh, is just, it's like umpteen times that of, of our own sun, which is just, not possible. So, in theory, yes, absolutely possible. In practice, probably never going to happen. Yeah. Unless there's something else, uh, an element or something that we find in the future that is obviously not available now, then no, it's it's not something that we'd be able to do. And on the documentary... Yeah, I believe that's completely fake. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. Come on, boy. But, man. Dreams crushed. But it was, you know, it's it's one of those situations. It's it's fun to sit and talk about. It's it's fun to think about. But there's just so many ramifications, um, and and you know, between all of us and all the listeners, something could have happened already. You know, someone from the future could have gone back and changed something. But we would never know. And if they did, then that would create what's called a paradox. Uh, Madison, you talked about going back and saving all the musicians, right? Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. And and in Back to the Future, we can we can kind of do that. We can go back and change the past, and it alters the future. But that 
it creates a paradox. If I went back and saved JFK, then I would never need to go back and save JFK. So that's a paradox. They believe that you don't really like change the course of the future because that can't be changed. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You totally. alter the universe in itself. Yeah, your whole motivation for and going back into time doesn't exist if you succeed in your mission. It's removed. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So it's not like we come back and, oh, my God, Biff has taken over everything and he's in charge. <laughs> right. It just it changes. Uh, it, and it would create that, that you know, what Doc Brown calls like the universe-destroying paradox. Yeah. Or you might just pass out. Those are the, those were the two. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on how you view the timelines. If it if it changes everything around you and you don't even know anything was different, like yeah, Marilyn Monroe always lived to be ninety years old or right, whatever. Um, yeah, that that would be a yeah, definitely a paradox. Plus, the then you have the theory of <clears throat> excuse me, you have the theory of the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. where once I change that. What else does that change? Right. And and how else will that be affected? And so I think, you know, the, the thing of it is, is time travel possible into the future? Absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. The theory of relativity actually tells us that it is. Mm-hmm. We can prove that this happens. Uh, it, it's all based on time and space and speed. Mm-hmm. We achieve those, you can go into the future. Going back into the past, I don't think is something that we'll ever accomplish. Yeah. And and even if we did, you know, it would it would have to be simply just from an observation point of view. And we've all seen those photos, right, that circle around on the Internet. Everyone's like, oh, my God, they didn't have these types of glasses back then. <laughs> right. you know? Yeah, that guy We've that was watching the bridge get dedicated, and he was wearing uh, clothes that were supposedly too modern. The guy at the JFK yeah, yeah. assassination, and yeah. he had on, like, the cool shades and a graphic T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yep. People didn't Yes, like we've that. all seen him. Yep, yep. I was like, maybe he was a hipster. Maybe he was just ahead of his time. Uh, that's it. He just, <laughs> well, he just wasn't dressing like most people were. Trendsetter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and in this generation, uh, uh, what is it, Generation Z, Generation Y, whatever generation, they would look at like an old phone, and I don't mean like a handheld device. I mean, like, let's say an old, unpopular recorder, one that maybe, you know, didn't sell very well back in 1965, but it looks like a handheld cell phone. Right. Right. And maybe that guy happened to be packing it around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, there and was... people automatically just assume that's a phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because we base it on what we uh, perceive these days, the device Absolutely. like that would be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think the past doesn't exist. I think... The past doesn't exist? No. Sweet. It's in the past. <laughs> the <laughs> past in... is in the past. No, I, I, I makes, see what you're saying, makes... Steve. <laughs> What's that? I, I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Once it's done, it's done. Yeah. It's over. You can't go back. It's there's no returning. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. It's not th- a place. If the if the past doesn't <laughs> yes. exist, that makes a lot of things so much easier. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it used to exist. <laughs> right. But it doesn't exist anymore. All right, Floyd. Thanks for the call. Get better. We'll hopefully have you here next week, huh? 
Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. All right. All right, buddy. Take care, man. Feel better. We're going to take a break. Back with more after this. It's the Jackson Electric Open Line on News Talk 930 KROE. The simplest to the most complex electrical applications, Jackson Electric has the knowledge, experience, and reputation to meet and exceed any electrical need or equipment. Jackson Electric expertise even includes phone systems, data systems, LED lighting systems, fire alarm systems, and irrigation systems. Residential, commercial, industrial, agricultural. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, Jackson Electric does it. 1851 North Main and Sharon. Voting this year? Keep in mind that Wyoming law requires voters to show an acceptable form of identification when voting in person at the polls. There are several things you can use as identification, including a driver's license, a tribal ID card, a U.S. military card, a valid U.S. passport, a valid Medicare or Medicaid card, and your UW-Wyoming Community College or Wyoming Public School ID. If you don't have one of these, you may obtain a free Wyoming ID card from the local driver services office. Your Sheridan Junior Hawks are back at home on Saturday night for the second night of a two-game set with the Gillette Wild at the Whitney Rink in the M&M Center. Beat the rush. Get there early. Gates open at 6.30. They drop the puck at 7.30. Admission is $10 for adults, $8 for seniors, students, and military. Kids four and under are free. Be part of the excitement of hockey with your Sheridan Junior Hawks at home Saturday night as they take on the Gillette Wild. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. As we enter the fall months, have you made that plan to market your business? Are you stuck, confused on what to do? Hi, this is Bob Grammons, General Manager at Sheridan Media. Let us help you put a plan in place as we gear up for the holiday season. Sheridan Media can market your business on up to nine different radio stations. We can place your print ad in front of nearly 18,000 households in Sheridan and Johnson County with the Country Bounty. Or market your business worldwide through a variety of digital products that we offer. We can also place your ad on our two websites. Let our creative and experienced marketing team put a well-thought-out and professional, comprehensive marketing plan together to connect with your customers on multiple media platforms. No high pressure. Let's tell your story, whether locally or across the country. Call Sheridan Media today at 672-7421 or email sales at SheridanMedia.com and let us go to work for you. Good morning. Welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Line. I'm Steve Sisson filling in for Floyd Whiting along with uh, Madison Danforth and Aaron Linden. Trevor Jackson running the show In the Box. In the Box. Uh, So we've been talking about time travel, and I guess depending on how you look at it, uh, we are traveling back in time this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And you know, like Derek said yesterday upstairs, he goes, you time travel every night. You go to sleep, 
And you wake up the next wake day. Wake up in the future. Again, depending on how you define time travel, yes. Right. Um, uh, personally, I would define it as, you know, we're traveling through time at a constant rate of one second per second. And if you can go through it at a different rate than someone else, then you are traveling through time. Is that um, why some people just look younger and older? Maybe. Maybe. It could also just be genetics. But, or uh, just... Rough life. Surgeries. <laughs> yeah. Surgery could be that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could just be lifestyle. Um, I don't know. That is interesting. But uh, most people tend to live to be around the same age. I mean, give or take, you know, 30 years or so, right. I guess. But um, so, I mean, the, the human body has a certain time Lifespan. limit. Lifespan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, talking about daylight saving change, uh, we get to do it again this weekend. And every time we do it, we complain about it. <laughs> Are we ever going to actually so do anything about it? <laughs> antiquated. Come on. What is the solution, though? Because if we stay on the summertime, then kids are going to be going to school in the dark because it's already just barely, I mean, the sun's not up yet right now when kids are going to school. Right. And as the months go on, it will be the middle of the night, basically, when you're taking kids to school. That's probably not safe. So do you stay on just the wintertime year-round, or do you change the time that school starts and work starts to like 9 a.m.? Hmm. What's the what's the best solution? I mean, it makes sense in the Arizona, Hawaii, and areas like, that are closer to the equator. Right. You don't have as much of a dramatic shift in the sunrise and sunset times. Right. Right. I, I, and then that's the big debate, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're gonna get rid of it. Which one are we going to? Right. You know, and and so you're going to school in the dark, okay? Or you're coming home in the dark, right? It, it, you the know, sunset I mean, at three o'clock in the afternoon, right? Yeah. So it it just I don't know what what the grand answer is. I just think it needs to go away because I think biometrically, like, I mean, your, your, you know, your circadian rhythms, let's mm -hmm. say, yeah. get so whacked out. At least mine do mm -hmm. for a while that it's like, why, why are we doing this to ourselves? Right. And you do it twice I mean, it's a, a man-made <laughs> stupid idea. Well, time is kind of a man-made concept. Time too. is a man-made concept. So we're, we're all just... just like slaves to it, right? <laughs> I like, know. Oh, yeah. I got to be here at this time. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, I think that will be our question for next week: Is does the time change physically affect you? Because some people probably feel it more than others, and it would be interesting to see how many actually do feel adverse effects from it. Well, and what's worse, springing forward or yes. falling backward? Uh, I think the springing forward one takes me longer to adjust to. Right. The the falling backward one ought to be nice, but for me, it's the hardest one for the automation systems here to deal with. Right. Because you the other one just skip an hour. That's easy. But here you have to repeat an hour, and then it messes up and it calls me at two o'clock in the morning because stuff's <laughs> off the air. So I don't get any more sleep. So here's the weird thing, though. So like, how many times have we done this? When did that start? Yeah, we'll have to do some research we'll on that. We'll have to do a little, that's why God invented yeah. Google, right? Yeah. Um, but the weird thing about that is, so you spring forward, you fall back. Mm -hmm. You spring forward, you fall back. Over this course of however long, since the uh, 40s? 30s? Yeah, probably, I don't know. 30s, yeah. 40s, that's something right. like that. Um, what has that done to time for people? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's shortened our lifespan uh, because uh, it's more stress. Right? Yeah. So it's, it says daylight savings time was first implemented in the in the U.S. with the Standard Time Act of 1918, a wartime oh measure my. for seven months during World War One, in interest of adding more daylight hours to conserve energy. Year-round daylight savings time or wartime was implemented again during World War II. And I think there oh, was man. an experiment at one point in the Nixon years, I think, that they actually did not do it. 
Really? And I think the big complaint was that, hey, everyone's going to work in school in the dark. I'll have to look that up again, but I, I recall that there was a brief time period where it wasn't observed for a little while. And so now, though, the argument is, like, that's part of the Green New Deal, maybe. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, we got to conserve energy. No. I, I think there's been a lot energy. of studies that have shown that it doesn't conserve energy, especially now where we have more energy-efficient appliances, right. lighting LEDs. You're not changing that much. In fact, you're probably using more with air conditioning and lighting. If, if you wouldn't do the time change, you're probably right. going to actually use less if you stay on one time. I would right. much rather go to, like, school or work in like sunrise, then pitch black dark because I cannot like function. <laughs> I'm like get so yeah. sleepy. And, and for some, you know, it's weird because it's like in the winter time you go to work in the dark mm -hmm. and you go you home go in home dark. in the dark. <laughs> yeah. It's like and there's depression that comes along with mm -hmm. that, right? People it, get that seasonal depression because of lack of sunlight and mm -hmm. it's like uh, being in Alaska. We just move it to nine o'clock and everything would be good. <laughs> nine to four. Nine to four. I mean, what's wrong with that? With a three hour lunch, can you not get the same amount of work done? In that time period, uh, what? how important is it to do those 40 hours? Right. And technically, you know, and that's the that's that big push of, well, we can't have people Twitter, right? You got to get back into the office. Really? Because I can get more done at home <laughs> right. without all the, like, chatty chatty than I can get done in eight hours in a day, mm -hmm. usually. There, I, I think the pandemic has shown a lot of people that uh, that actually works a lot better than they thought it would. Right. Um, and I'm sure there's some people that are going to slack off and, you know, be watching Netflix all day. But they <laughs> hey, do that in the office anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They got their phone going. <laughs> come to work in their pajamas. <clears throat> Madison. I, okay, <clears throat> everyone. She time traveled. Yeah. This morning. <laughs> she literally moved from bed to the to station. Here. In less than the amount of time physically possible to do that. <laughs> Yes. Threw on a hat, put on a sweatshirt, put on a vest, and was like, I'm, I'm going. She lives 15 minutes away and made it in five and a half. So, Time travel. Yeah. It was yeah. fast. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think we have, we, we're kind of locked into these routines of like 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Which is weird, right? Because yeah. it used to be like Dolly Parton or nine somebody five, made a song right? nine, nine to five. five. Yeah. And yeah. you had an hour for lunch. So mm -hmm. people were technically working seven hours a day. Who's well, the jerk <laughs> <laughs> that went, no, it's eight to five? Because you don't get that hour of lunch. And then a lot of people, a lot of businesses, people get there before eight anyway. I mean, they're 730. They're sitting down and doing stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, some people get there at eight and don't actually do any work until nine anyway. Some people get there at eight. And don't actually do any work until never. <laughs> well, <laughs> until then you have, Friday. Then you have, like, school. Um, like, in college, there's classes that start at all different times. Mm -hmm. Like, you have your uh, early, like, 7 and 8 a.m.s, and then you have 9 and 10, which is, like, when most classes start. Um, and then, like, me, I have classes that start at 7 o'clock at night. Right. So I have, like, right. night class. Like, it just depends on, like. Yeah. Your whole schedule. Yeah, and, and people then, work split shifts. Yeah. Um, yeah. How hard would it be? How, how big of a deal would it be if we just shifted the time certain things start rather than actually changing what time it is? Like, say, school starts at 9 right. starting next week instead of 8. Right. And just leave the time alone. Well, is that more confusing than... I think it would shift Ooh. a lot of things because you have, like, all your after-school activities... And you have like, and not everybody would probably make the shift mm -hmm, exactly. Right. And then you have like the parents who can't get, like, or who still work yeah. at the same time. Like your work still starts at eight, but the mm -hmm. school doesn't start till nine. Mm -hmm. Right. And so then, then what you, you have that do? like, yeah. okay, hour. Like, how am I going to get you to and from? And then all of those logistics. Which things. is funny because like, 
you, you go to any of the schools and it's packed with parents, right? Mm-hmm. Dropping their kids off, mm-hmm. picking them up. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, you got on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> or you just started walking that way. Right, exactly. <laughs> and now it's like, well, no, I got to take little Johnny to school and yeah. pick him up. It's I like, why do we bus. have buses anymore? Uh, yeah, that's true. I, my daughter, I take her to school in the morning and she rides the bus home. Okay. Uh, so it's a split deal. But it's a split I, deal. I live, so I'm like, my house to the high school is probably... 30 seconds away and yeah. I think I drove to school I had my mom uh drive me to school freshman year because you can't drive and uh then I would drive every day I don't think I ever walked to school and then I live right by sagebrush too and so I never I walked a little bit when yeah. I was younger so it, it, it takes you a minute to walk to school yeah it takes you 10 minutes to drive because you have to defrost the car right yes, yeah. and and sit in traffic and let it warm up mm-hmm. yeah. wait at the lights yeah, but there's no there's no lights up by the high school. Yeah, right that's there. true. That's true. Out. Yeah. Well, if they get their way, there will be a roundabout, <laughs> so that'll be really fun. Oh. Yeah, is that a good idea? Do you think? Oh, no, I don't like it at all. I mean, I I understand why they wouldn't put a light there because it's only like two times of the day, right. Where the traffic is a problem there, right? But so, you uh, you think about a roundabout, right? It's like so pointless. I despise roundabouts. When I'm in Billings, you know, oh. you're you're like. Going from whatever the mall, maybe over to like Shields or something. There's like eight of them. Yeah. Nope. I go all the way out to the highway and you go come, all the way around. Yeah, I go all the way around because I don't want to touch those things because I don't like. They're like a death trap. If I owned an auto body shop, my sign would be in the middle of those things because there's yeah. got to be tons of accidents. But you put one at the oh, high school is. with buses, new drivers. Mm. Uh, come on. I like roundabouts. Mm-mm. Oh, I, Steve, I like it. Come but on. I, I have half New Zealand heritage, which is basically British. Right. They love roundabouts. Everything's roundabouts in there's New Zealand. Big ben. Oh, yeah. There's Big yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah. There's Big Ben. I, I like them. Yeah. Big Ben Parliament <laughs> can't, can't get left. Yeah. Uh, when I so my one of my best friends got married this summer, and we were driving to the wedding. We're in our dresses for the wedding. We're going there. Her sister's driving, and probably. 10, 15 minutes before the wedding, we get in a car wreck in the middle of a roundabout. Nice. We just get T-boned by this lady, and oh my gosh, it was <laughs> the worst thing ever, and now whenever I, I think, see them, I think they're safer awful. than four-way stops, though. See, but the problem is, like, you get how to use them. Yeah. I get how to use them. I just choose not to. <laughs> You'll never get better unless you do it. 90% of people don't know how to use that. I like Like, panic. I'm like, okay, where am I going? (laughs) People (laughs) are bad drivers anyway, and then you throw something into the mix that they're not used to. Mm. It's going to be chaos. But only temporarily. (laughs) I mean, a couple couple generations. But then you need time travel to go back (laughs) and not wreck your car. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and talk about uh, whatever. It's Open Line Friday (laughs) on News Talk 930 KROE. Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. Maybe it's as simple as adding an extra outlet. Maybe it's as detailed as wiring an industrial building. Maybe it's high efficiency LED lighting or fire alarm system or phone system installation and repair. Maybe it's data system wiring, irrigation wiring, or electric motor sales and repair. Commercial, residential, industrial, agriculture, above ground, below ground. Call Jackson Electric and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. I'm Shelter Ramber. I'm asking for your vote on November 8th for School District 2 trustee. 
I'm an honest, bold voice for parents, students, and teachers. I want to encourage a parent-teacher partnership and keep community values in the classroom. I will ensure that there is accountability and transparency with board meetings, policies, and funding. I will find real solutions by making time, space, and compromise for the public. Visit ShelterForSheridan.com, paid for by Shelter for Sheridan. Hi, I'm Jack Wood, and I'm running for Sheridan City Council. I can tell you when it comes time to make decisions that affect the city and the residents, I will have a clear conscience with my decision. I have only one ad that has been made for me in this campaign that I did not pay for. Because I've worked for this person for five years, and she knows how dedicated I am to my work, family, and the city of Sheridan. I have paid for my campaign by myself and with no outside influences. I'm asking for your vote for Sheridan City Council in November. Paid for by Jack Wood. Ever feel like the traditional Republicans' only job is to lose gracefully? They talk about small government and low taxes, and then they compromise away our republic. When Democrats win, we get skyrocketing inflation and the sexualization of our children. Maybe, like me, you're fed up. It's high time we stood up for traditional values and the conservative policies that we know are effective and that benefit all of us. I'm Ken Pendergraft. I am the Republican for Wyoming House District 29, and I need your vote to help end politics as usual. Together, we can put Wyoming back on the right track and set an example for our nation. We can lead the way back to prosperity. This message is paid for by the committee to elect Ken Pendergraft to House District 29. I am Ken Pendergraft, and I approve of this message. You should, too. Let's talk about tires. Think about the snowy, icy roads ahead, and now think about your current worn-out tires. How safe does that make you feel? Well, lucky for you, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale all year going on now. Buy three tires, get one free. That's 25% off. And the best part is if you aren't ready to put your tires on right now, Midas will hold them until you're ready. How great is that? Don't miss the big tire sale going on now until November 15th at Midas Tire and Auto in Sheridan. Welcome back to the Jackson Electric Open Line on News Talk 930 KROE. Also streaming on uh, Facebook and uh, YouTube. At some point, we'll actually get the comment thing going there. It actually kind of is, uh, but I need to like just be diligent about it, and uh, people can comment that yeah, way. Step up your game. Come on. It'll happen. It'll be. A, that's a New Year's resolution. Get it together. <laughs> Uh, 674-4443-672-5763, if there's something that's on your mind. Uh, I guess we all survived Halloween all right, so the weather was great for the trick-or-treaters. I see, Aaron, you got your hair cut, so... <laughs> I did. My hair was, for those of you that live stream this, I don't know if people do, but I yeah, I had uh, really long hair... Uh, Aaron and I went as Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. <laughs> she had the facial expression oh. down. Well, I, I showed her one picture. I'm like, this is the face. And she's like, okay. And she <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Every picture I saw of you guys, she had that scowl. Oh, man. It was so <laughs> funny. I don't know how many people's photos were in because everybody was coming up to, oh, my gosh, can we get our picture with you? <laughs> and I was like, of course you can. <laughs> and it was, yeah, Halloween was a lot of fun. But I will say we were out and about. And about 11, 11, 15, we noticed that everybody had on an orange wristband mm. that said over 21. Mm -hmm. And we didn't need them. <laughs> Point being, 
it was time to go because everybody in there was like half our age. <laughs> and you, were, so, you were the old person yeah, in the room. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, eh, it's probably when we should head out. Yeah. <laughs> I played a, we, we played two gigs. I played a private party on Saturday and uh, a place on uh, Friday at the warehouse. And uh, yeah, it was a, a lot of fun. Uh, people were dressed up and uh, it was a lot of attendance in both of those parties. So. Right. Uh, it was a big, Saturday was a big night. Halloween itself. I don't, I mean, yeah. I didn't even really see a lot of trick-or-treaters. We had a lot in our neighborhood, but we get a lot in our neighborhood, typically. Okay. This is the first year we've run out of candy, though. Really? Yeah. I think it's interesting, the trick-or-treating thing. If you think about it, you've got all these houses. They buy multiple bags of candy, right? Then your child will go out to all these houses and gather pieces from those bags. You hand out pieces from your bag, and it all gets kind of shuffled around. But in the end, you've kind of got the same stuff you started with. (laughs) It's, it's an exchange program. Yeah, you're just you're changing one Snickers bar for another. Right. And it's the activity of it. Get, them, get the yeah, kids out Yeah, I think there. that's it, yeah. yeah burn it, off some of the sugar. Yeah, our neighborhood was uh, very busy, though. Our really? church does a um, like an, a big event on Halloween. It's called Family Fall Fun Fest. And we that's have, hard to say. Yeah. Mm. It's, we call it... <laughs> <laughs> that's the acronym. That's <laughs> Are you guys going to... <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, we have like... Four or five inflatable, like, bouncy house slides, all the things. And then we have games and popcorn and cookies and everything. I think we had about 1,300 people come through. Holy smokes. From five to eight. Or, yeah, five to eight, something about that. And so it was just, like, chaos. How does that compare to, like, previous years? I don't, I mean, I don't know the numbers, but it was... It seemed pretty chaotic, as, like as normal, but everything yeah. went smooth. No one broke any arms this year, so that's good. <laughs> that's always a plus. Uh, during COVID, we did like a drive-through one because, like, yeah. we didn't want to be one of those super spreaders that had right. like all of these people in one spot. Mm-hmm. And so we had people from our church like decorate their cars, like trunk or treating type of thing, and people would drive through and we'd give them candy and stuff. And just throw it at them. There, there yeah. was there was a line from Bighorn Avenue, just like wrapped all the way around. Like, oh wow, we had wow. so many cars; it was insane. Speaking of Halloween, though, interestingly enough, what was the big story leading up to Halloween? The fentanyl. Fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. get those fentanyl smarties. Halloween comes, Halloween goes. Five days ago. Mm-hmm. How many stories have we heard about people dying from fentanyl smarties that they got? Zero. Uh, zero. I saw a, a video of someone opening a Snickers bar with a, a tack inside of it. They that, planted it. Yeah. That was like, the, what? And that's the thing. When we were growing up, it was like, ooh, carameled apples with razor blades. I'm like, okay, one, you're going to totally see that before you bite into it probably. Hopefully, yeah. And it never happened. Yeah. Yes. It I, was it was the big scare. This this go around. It's like everything's got to be so sensationalized. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to get fentanyl smarties and your all your kids are going to die. Nope. I haven't heard one story. Yeah. I think a lot of that stuff is urban legends anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, think but, about, the, but the main media news sources run I know, with I it. I know. They always do. And there was the you know the cocaine and the other laced uh, candies and stuff. Always make mm-hmm. sure you check the wrappers, which is right. probably a good idea anyway. Here's the thing, but, though. So you got some bad guy with cocaine, right? And he's like, 
I'm going to give this to the kids. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> no, not. He's not. keeping it for himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And if you were in the neighborhood making caramel apples with razor blades in them, they're going to find you <laughs> because they kind of know where it came from. Yeah, if you carry it around a caramel <laughs> yeah, there's, apple. There's one dude <laughs> yeah. handing out caramel apples. Yeah. It's got to be Steve. All the kids yeah. know what that place is. They always know the house that's giving out the full-size candy bars. Right. They're going to know the ones that's giving out the caramel apples, right. too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to get caught if you do that. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I ever got a full-size candy bar. Like You were going to the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah, we, there was oh man when I was growing up there was this guy and it was funny because their name was Junker and they ran the sanitation business right nice. so yeah it's kind of yeah. fitting they used to hand out either full size candy bars or five dollar bills wow what? right man I'd go broke there was a line of people <laughs> trying to get into that joint and the next door somebody's handing out pencils. <laughs> <laughs> Socks. H- handshakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... Here, I'm just going to give you a top tip. Here's a little piece of paper with some life <laughs> advice on it. Thanks. This has been the Jackson Electric Open Line on News Talk 930 KROE. Have a great weekend. Plug into Jackson Electric and feel the power. If it has anything to do with electricity, anything at all, call Jackson Electric. Commercial, residential, agricultural, it makes no difference. Call Jackson Electric. Jackson Electric does high-efficiency LED lighting and fire alarm systems installation, wiring at home, wiring a business, new electrical service, or enlarging existing service. Call Jackson Electric, and you'll see the light. 1851 North Main in Sheridan. Hi, this is Patrick from Harker Mellinger. Our advisory services are designed for entrepreneurs and small business owners so you can focus on your business. Our relationship is customized for what you want and need to ensure your business is as efficient as it should be. We will evaluate your business and provide solutions you will benefit from. We will coach you through each step of the process from start to finish. Contact us today, Harker Mellinger, focusing on where you're going 